Welcome to Football Social Daily. Welcome to Football Social Daily Shots, your bite-sized accompaniment to the full Football Social Daily podcast. If you want to listen to today's episode, all you need to do is scroll back in the timeline if you're already on the FSD feed. But if you're listening to Shots for the very first time, then just search for Football Social Daily wherever you get your podcasts. There's only one thing to talk about today. It is transfer deadline day and the merry-go-round of the last four months comes to a conclusion tonight as we've now arrived at the end of the window Deadline Day is a spectacle known for its drama, its big money moves and of course Peter Odom Wingy pulling up to a training ground near you. But despite the four months of opportunity for Premier League clubs, the deals are being done at lightning speed today and it's only right we start with a striker who isn't short of pace himself and that's none other than Barcelona forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang who's being pursued by Chelsea as they look to bolster their forward line. The former Arsenal man is now travelling to London for a medical after both Chelsea and Barcelona reached an agreement just one year after he arrived in Catalonia. The deal is thought to be worth £12 million, with Marcos Alonso moving in the opposite direction to the camp now. So let's hear from someone who's seen Aubameyang up close and in person. Craig from the Same Old Arsenal podcast has given his verdict on Aubameyang's move to the Gunners' London rivals. We all know that Aubameyang will score goals when he comes back to the Premier League, there's no doubt about it. The man's a talented-born, natural goal-scorer, a phenomenal player. We've seen it happen. Uh, Everywhere he's gone, he's scored goals. He's going to score goals if he comes back to the Premier League. Am I concerned um, about him coming back to the Premier League? No, not really. Like I said before, it'll probably hurt to see him playing for Chelsea and playing in the blue kit of Chelsea, but he will score goals for them, and that's a definite. Is it a gamble for Chelsea? I don't know. We've seen and heard about his behaviour, some of his behaviour, even at Borussia Dortmund. Um, We will, you know, when he signed for Arsenal, we were told by Borussia Dortmund fans that he's a, you know, he could be a bit of a problem in the dressing room. He first arrives at Arsenal, he bangs in goals for fun. We're all laughing at the Dortmund fans. You know, where's this ill-discipline? And then unfortunately, uh, towards the end of his career at Arsenal, um, we came and it came and we saw it. So, yeah, look, I'd be... I'd be gutted to see him play for Chelsea. Take my Arsenal hat off. The man will score goals. He's a class. He's a class player. Um, if you can get him to fire, so yeah, welcome addition back to the Premier League, in my opinion. Arsenal may also be busy today as Hector Bellerin looks set to make his return to Barcelona, while talks are ongoing with Aston Villa regarding the potential transfer of Douglas Luiz, which is one to keep an eye on. And the news doesn't stop there as Liverpool have secured a deal for the signing of Juventus midfielder Arthur on a season-long loan deal, which follows Jurgen Klopp's recent comments of needing more options in the centre of the pitch after a number of injuries to his squad recently. Time to zoom down the M62 to Manchester now though, and one of the biggest stories of this window is not someone leaving a club, it's a player staying, and it looks likely that Cristiano Ronaldo will remain at Old Trafford following his inclusion in the United squad for their match with Leicester City tonight. Let's hear now from Stretford Paddock's Jay Motti on the Portuguese forward's decision to stay at the Theatre of Dreams. When it comes to Ronaldo, I actually thought he might end up leaving before the transfer window closed. I just thought that someone might come in with a, a sort of an 11th hour bid, but it looks like he's going to stay. So I think now he's just got to make the best of it. I mean... You know, United have brought in quite a few players. We've brought in Anthony, we've brought in Martinez and, and Eriksson and Malasia and everyone else. So 
you know, Casemiro, of course. So we have strengthened. There is a decent squad there, a decent team. Got a new manager, and it'd be good if Ronaldo, because he can't leave after the transfer window, at least not until January, sort of buckles down and, and gets on with it. And I think that in this team, with these players around him, there's a chance that he can, you know, be successful. He got 18 Premier League goals last season. It's not like he's passed it. And I think that the actual window shutting might do him a bit of favour, do everyone a bit of a favour, sorry, because then there isn't that question mark, is he going to go? He's here, he's staying, and now it's about getting Manchester United back to where they be. And, you know, listen, I know he wants to be the greatest or, you know, keep his record going in the Champions League, but if he stays at Manchester United for the rest of the season and helps us get back into the Champions League, that's a story in itself and that's just another chapter in the Cristiano Ronaldo story. So I'm hoping him and Eric Ten Hag can work it out. I think they can. And I think once the window shuts and he's staying here, that can be the opportunity for him and Manchester United to move forward because we haven't got many other striking options. Anthony Martial's a bit injury prone and there's question marks around him. Anthony plays as a more of a sort of on the right. Matt Ra Marcus Rashford on the left. Ilanga's still pretty much a kid. So we need Cristiano Ronaldo and I think he needs us as well. So Ronaldo stays put in Manchester, but it's back down the M6 this time and back to Birmingham and it's Aston Villa again on the transfer radar as Wolves midfielder Leander Dendonka is on his way to Villa after the club's agreed a £12 million deal, though it's not yet known whether this means Douglas Luiz will now be allowed to leave the club. There's also been some movement at Leeds as they've seen a £10 million offer for striker Bamba Dieng accepted by French club Marseille, with the 22-year-old set to fly into the UK later today for a medical. It could potentially have a knock-on effect as the likes of Spurs and Fulham hover around winger Dan James in the coming hours. And finally, Leicester City eventually have brought in an outfield player this transfer window. It's taken them until deadline day, but the sale of Wesley Fofana to Chelsea seems to have finally triggered some transfer activity for outfield players. The Foxes did, of course, bring in backup goalkeeper Alex Smithies earlier on in the transfer window, but now Wout Faas is the latest player to make his way to King Power Stadium. The Belgium defender arrives from French club Rheim, but tonight's game against Manchester United will come too soon for his debut. That's it for another episode of Shots and that's it for deadline day for now. Of course, there's plenty of moving and shaking to happen before the 11pm deadline and we'll bring you all the latest on tomorrow's Football Social Daily podcast, which you can find by subscribing to this feed or just searching for it wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget you can also listen to the same old Arsenal podcast and Stretford Paddock's Manchester United podcast on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hundreds of great shows there for you to get your ears around. But that is it from us today at Shots and we'll be back again tomorrow with another update. See you then.